everybody! It's your fancy pants host, Jamesy Poo. James Danger. <laughs> yeah! Back at it. Look at me shine, everybody. It's like I just found out I was pregnant. <laughs> Which I'm not. Uh, it's episode 166, like the old Batman series. <laughs> Robin. Diabolical. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do a very good Adam West. Adam West. Adam West. Adam West. I've had a pretty good run of guests recently, but now I'm back to being alone. Oh my God, James. You're not alone. Oh, fuck. What are you doing here? But James, uh, aren't you excited to see me? It's, it's been quite a while, James. No, I'm not excited. I'm never excited. What am I ever excited to see you? Nothing has changed. James, I, I really don't care for your tone. And I don't really care for you always being here. Whenever I'm alone, you happen to show up. And you just cramp my style. You ain't got no style, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, that was funny. That'll earn you five minutes of stay time. Okay, James. I'll just, I'll keep charming my way into your life. Uh, minus one minute right there. I'll just be quiet for a minute, James. Huh? You got a minute back. I like, I like how you're doing this. Thank you, James. Minus 30 seconds. You're learning. Good. Good. <laughs> Everyone, I've got exciting news. This podcast, The Danger Hour, if you didn't know what you're listening to, if you were thinking, what nonsense am I listening to at this very moment? What could this possibly be? I've never heard anything like it. That's The Danger Hour. And uh, breaking, breaking news, everybody. Uh, recent developments. We just, uh, we're nearly cracking 51,000 sound what not sound <laughs> listens yeah 51,000 sound everybody 51,000 listens we're coming up on it we're creeping up slowly now some of you probably might think that's not so that's not so much of an accomplishment maybe it's not so much of a big deal but on the contrary to you i say go fuck yourselves because it means something to me goddammit somebody press play 50, nearly 51,000 times. Now, I know it's not 51,000 people. I understand. And I also understand that a lot of these are probably inaccurate. I also understand that it's probably people clicking on it and being like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then <laughs> shutting it off. Be that as it may. Still. <laughs> I think it's still something to be somewhat proud of. And I'm going to stand by that, goddammit. You're looking at a proud man today. Oh my God, James. Is that what pride looks like? What are you implying? You just, you just don't seem like you're very manly or anything, James. You just, you know, you're, you look very homely. And um... You know what? I've, I've heard just about enough of you. Pride doesn't have a look. It's, just, it's, it's what's inside that counts. You know all about what's inside, right? James? What are you implying? Uh, you know, not saying anything. James, are you blushing? I, I might be. But why, James? Why are you blushing, James? Uh, all right. You always got to cross the line, you dick. Uh, 
So, yeah, thank you to everyone that has been a guest on this gay show that has contributed material that has even clicked accidentally <laughs> or actually listened to a show, especially to those of you that have listened to the whole catalog. You're a goddamn saint. I really can't imagine how you went through with it. You were probably under the influence of some kind of narcotic or <laughs> medication or what have you. Uh, but hey, thank you, especially to you guys, the hardcore listeners. Oh my God, James, you have so many fans. It's like not even funny. No, I don't, number one. And number two, I hate that word, fans. You will never hear me say that, everybody. My fans. It sounds so fucking pompous and arrogant. Well, then it's not such a stretch for you, then, is it, James? Uh, you know what? Fuck you, dude. I'm not that way at all. Fans. All you other podcasts out there, I hear you saying the word fans. Do you know how asshole-ish you sound, if that's even a word? My fans. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fans. Are they going to collect your trading cards? Do they got a poster of you on their wall? On their bedroom wall? Shut up. None of you have fans. They're people that listen occasionally. Okay? <sighs> Uh, maybe some of them are fans. Fine. I'll retract my previous statements. I know Mandy out there for the Ned Files. I know she's a, she's a fan. She goes way above and beyond. I really don't know uh, why. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding, Peterson. Relax. God, I can't say anything stupid without you getting angry at me. Asshole. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, but I think, what, I think you can only have a real fan. Fans. If they would be willing to pay for your show, which I don't see happening anytime soon. <laughs> hey, everybody, uh, breaking, breaking developments. The Danger Hour is now a pay-to-listen-to type of exchange. So uh, it's going to be $5 a month. Make your check out to Jamesy Pooh. <laughs> I'll be at the bank with my checks that say pay to the order of Jamesy Pooh. <laughs> ah, whatever. So uh, I have a confession to make to you, my little fruity pants friend. Oh my God, James, we're friends. <laughs> That's the part you took out of that statement. All right. Yeah. Uh, it, it turns out, people, and I really, I really hate to admit this. I really hate to say it, but this is the danger hour, and this is where, where you unload truth. <laughs> people, uh, people seem to um, have missed you. Oh my God, James. People love me. I didn't say they love you. I said maybe they missed you a little bit. That's still a form of love, James. Uh, I, you know, I can't argue with that one. I've had multiple people contact me saying that they uh, enjoy the guests and all that. But when am I going to go back to doing solo shows and speaking to my little fruity friend? <laughs> James, what are they implying? You know. After all this time, you know. Do I really have to spell it out for you? Yes, James. I, 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 think, I think I would like that. Please, spell it out for me, James. Let me know what people really think about me. That's all. I, I, I just... All right. I'll spell it out for you. Now, listen. You asked for it, so don't get mad at me. Okay? You asked for this. Fine, James. I appreciate your honesty. Okay. I'm going to spell it out for you loud and clear. First letter, G. Like G 
Gee, I'm so fun to hang out with. No. No. That's the word. I, I'm spelling it out for you. That was the first letter, G. The next letter is A. Oh, okay. You mean A like I'm amazing, James? No, dude. This is not an acronym, okay? G, A, and the last letter, <laughs> Y. Why am I so great as your co-host on the podcast, James? Ah, forget it. Never mind. Let's just move on. Okay, I just, I just wanted to be clear, James. I, you still didn't answer my question. <laughs> Look, you're just never going to get it. You mean like the early 90s song from Anne and Vogue, James? <laughs> no. No. Did you really just say that? Yes, James. Would you like to hear my rendition of that song? No, I would not. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. I don't want to hear anymore. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Stop! Never gonna get it. Enough! No, not this time! No, all right! Fuck! Just shut the fuck up! Go put your nose in the corner right now! But James, I just want to be on the show with you! I promise I won't sing anymore! I promise, James! I promise. Now! Just go! Just go! You've done enough! But James, I just... Put your nose on the wall right now. I've had it with you. James, I promise. I promise, James, I'll be good. All right, listen. I'll let you know when you can come back. But for now, just shut up. Let me let me let me relax over here for a minute and I'll, I'll call you back over. So let me let me breathe. Let me tell you something, everybody, about uh, Asians. <laughs> this is for you, Raven. Raven uh, is constantly, and Raven is, uh, by the way, oh man, I had such a great fucking time when she came on the show the other the other day, like a month ago, <laughs> whenever it was. She's back in China now, but she made it quite abundantly clear. That she does not care for my bad mouthing of Asians. So, uh, Raven, let me tell you a little good stuff about Asians that just happened recently. Now, keep this in mind, everybody. I'm not telling you this story because I agree with what they said. I am not telling you the story because uh, I am full of myself. On the contrary, I am telling you this story because of its comedic value. That is all. That's all I'm trying to do is, is entertain you fuckers, okay? So don't read into it too much. Here we go. For work, don't worry about what I do for a living. It's not important. For work, I was at somebody's residence. And uh, we, I was talking to them. It happened to be two Asian women, one of which spoke no English. The other one spoke little English. And there happened to be an Asian man with them also. Older guy. Spoke, spoke uh, pretty good English, but very broken. So, I'm talking to the, the girl that, uh, you know, she's probably late 20s, early 30s. I'm going to say early 30s. Talking to her about some stuff. Business, if you will. And we're getting along just fine. The man's there just watching. The other, one's, the other woman's not saying a word because, you know, she doesn't speak any English. So... 
I happen to need to go back to my vehicle to get something I forgot. And I'm walking back to the women and the man. And uh, the two women are going, <laughs> giggling like fucking schoolgirls, right? And so I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't know what's going on. Doesn't matter. And, she, and then the, the one that speaks more, that, that speaks pretty good English, she tells me, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, that's okay. Uh, but we are talking about you. And I start laughing. I'm like, you're talking about me. Uh, yes. Um, you're, you're just so handsome. <laughs> and they start laughing. And without a beat, the guy goes, you're like a movie star. <laughs> ah, it was fucking great. And they all start laughing. And I, I feel embarrassed. I start blushing, you know. I just got all shy and whatnot. God damn it, it was fucking awesome. And that's when I realized that I actually like Asian people. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Raven. Relax. Take it easy. I like Asian people. But that day in particular, I liked them a little bit more. Because they said nice things about me. No, I'm just kidding. But that was... Oh, man, that shit was fucking funny. I wish... It, I hope it didn't come off as pompous. I hope you can really... Uh, I hope my storytelling puts you in a mental state like you could be me, you know, like you're in, like you're so invested in a movie that you feel like you're a part of the movie. I hope my storytelling is that much for you. <laughs> uh, uh, uh-oh, I got a related story about Asians that make me hate them again. Aww. <laughs> Sorry, Raven, you just can't win. Sorry. So uh, my wife and I, we went to this place that she discovered. Uh, there's a lot of Asian establishments around my neck of the woods. So she went to this. Um, it's a place that has like boba. You know what boba is? It's that uh, maybe you don't if not in California or Asian type communities in your, I don't know. Huh. I wonder if you go to like, uh, let's see, I know Whiskey Boys in Texas. I wonder if in Texas they have Asian type places like that that serve boba. If you don't know what boba is, it's like a, it's like a, it looks like a coffee. It's like a creamy type of tea. There's all kinds of different flavors. And in this tea, like a milk tea, they have these floating balls of squishy fucking things. It's weird. It's called boba. It's kind of gross, but also kind of good at the same time. It's just, it's just weird. Floating balls of squishiness. <laughs> and, they, and they give you this large straw that's like uh, five times the diameter of a normal straw. So you can suck these squishy balls up while you drink it. Like I said, <clears throat> like I said, it's really weird. It's a big deal out here. So uh, my wife goes to one of these places, gets the kids some boba, and gets herself a Vietnamese coffee. She let me taste said coffee, and I was like, "Hey, it's pretty good." Prior to that, I'd never have uh, had a Vietnamese coffee. So I was actually impressed. I mean, a little bit sweet on her end because that's, you know, she's a woman. <laughs> but uh, I can tell that it was stronger than normal coffee. So I'm like, all right, cool. About a week later, we're in the area where she gets that coffee. And she's like, hey, let's go over there. I'm going to get a coffee. You can try it. I was like, all right. So we pull up. And uh, I think my kid was asleep in the back. I'm like, all right, you go in. I'll stay here. Just get me a black iced coffee. So she goes in there. And uh, she's in there for a little while. It takes him some time to make this. So she comes back. She hands me the coffee. And she's like, the guy didn't want to make it the way you wanted it. I was like, what are you talking about? 
and uh, she didn't say this, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and impose this in her storytelling. <laughs> she said the guy goes, uh, you know, she's like, oh, I'll take my whatever the hell she got. And she's like, oh, and then I want an iced coffee black. What? You want a black coffee? Oh, no. Too strong. No, do not have a black coffee too strong. And she goes, well, that's what he wants. Oh, are you sure? It's very strong. And she's like, yeah, he wants he wants it black. He doesn't like it to be sweet or anything. No milk? No nothing in it? Just a black? I'm telling you, very strong. She, <laughs> she goes, no, that's the way he wants it. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay, fine. I will make it black. <laughs> but I warn you. <laughs> it was like a movie. Foolish Americans know not that the Vietnamese coffee. You do not know the ways. It is a forbidden. You will not be accursed. There will be a heavy curse placed over your family. Because you drink the coffee black. Gotham ahead is time and I must be allowed today. Anyway. She brings me the coffee. I drink it. Good lord. It felt like someone kicked me in the fucking face. Maybe it was a Vietnamese ninja. What? It was like, oh shit. This is strong fucking coffee. But you know what? I liked it. It's something that I, you know, because you can really taste. You can really taste it and appreciate the flavor of the actual coffee itself. You know, you're not drinking this shit like I say uh, most of these women and then uh, I'm going to say mostly women and, and dudes. You go to Starbucks and you get these drinks that are mostly sugar. You're not really drinking coffee. So I like that, uh, you know, you just this, oh man, it held some... Uh, it was a pretty heavy-hitting fucking drink. And I was like, all right, I can get into this. I feel like a real fucking man. These Vietnamese, they're onto something. Guerrilla warfare, if you will. <laughs> Coffee edition. <laughs> so uh the other day, she's like, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go buy into the store this now. I'm gonna stop buying out a coffee. Do you want one? I was like, Yeah, give me uh, the same thing. Black iced coffee. She comes home. I get the coffee, I take a drink, and it's fucking sweet. And I go, what happened? Did they put sweetener in this? And she didn't tell me anything beforehand, the sneaky devil. She's all, I told the woman that you wanted it black, and she told me like, oh, that's very strong. Okay, sorry, this is how I imagined it sounding. Oh, no, it is a very strong coffee. You cannot have it black. Too strong. No, no, you must turn back. You can do it. It's very scary. And she's like, no, he wants it black. He doesn't like sweetness. But this is too much. It's, uh, a curse will be over your family if you drink the coffee black. I must not allow it. And she's like, no, no. He doesn't like sweetness. Doesn't like anything else. Just make it black. Okay, but you've been warned. No, so then she brings her the drinks and she tells her the total, right? She's paying. And the fucking goddamn Vietnamese devil woman, she goes, By the way, I put sweeter in it. Too strong. Black coffee, too strong. No, 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 no good. And uh, all I had to say was, Ah! <laughs> this woman put, she didn't just put a tiny bit of sweetener. You know, she was heavy handed with that shit and it ruined the whole thing for me. So uh, I'm sorry, Raven, but Asians, they, they went a couple steps up, one with their uh, semi, you know, hitting on me thing, and the other thing with their awesome coffee, and then boop, back down, because you know what? 
you better listen to me when I say make my shit black, okay? That's, that's, all, that's all I'm going to tell you. It's all the takeaway you take from this. As you listen to me, goddammit. I know what I want. <laughs> so uh, I'll keep you updated on whether or not I like or hate Asians next week, everybody. So far, it's a little bit in the hate. Uh, below the line of even, I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, speaking of Asians... One of our favorite Chinese restaurants. This place is so fucking delicious. This is the place that I told you about where you walk in and it feels like you stepped into like a time portal. Not a time portal. You, you like transported into China. It feels like that. You walk in, it's like you're a whole different world. Everyone's Chinese, you know, the whole deal. But uh, the food was fucking amazing. They, they just closed down recently. And I got to tell you, it broke my little heart. So fucking sad. I wish I could have taken each and every one of you with me to that place to have the horribly unhealthy food that they serve, but it was so good. It was so good. But James, what? How did you get here? I didn't even notice it. I think it's because you're just wrapped up in your love of fatness, fat food, Chinese fat food, that you didn't really pay attention to my cunning ninja skills, James. Well, you know what? That uh, talk of the food. Um, and, and speaking of Raven, it did put me in a, in a better mood, so I'm going to... I, I will allow it. Thank you, James. Um, my question to you, James, is what did you eat in that restaurant, James? That was so yummy. I think we're all dying to know. All right, I'll tell you. Here were our go-to dishes. Don't judge me. <laughs> Not very Chinese, if you ask me. I think it's pretty American and safe. But uh, I never had any food in a Chinese place that came close to this place. We would get yang chow fried rice. Yang chow fried rice? That's uh, fried rice with uh, eggs in it, mixed around, some uh, green onions, some uh, carrots and peas, chicken, steak and shrimp, all mixed up in yummy goodness. Oh, boy. And on Saturdays, the good chef was there, and it would be amazing. Next up, my favorite dish of all of them, chicken with cashew nuts. Is what they call it. I call it simply cashew chicken. But they go, oh, you want that chicken with the cashew nuts? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> with their horrible translations. But, oh, my God, it was fucking great. Other, uh, next up, we'd get this fish. It was called fish with special salt. <laughs> it was a deep fried fish, white fish, and it was fucking great. And they served it with jalapenos. And uh, it was crunchy. Beautiful. The other one I would get is a, uh, I think it's broiled fish, served with uh, bell peppers. <laughs> and I think that's it. That was our go-to thing. Oh, man. Oh, I'm getting hungry just talking about it. But that place is fucking closed. Maybe it's a good thing because it's not good for you. Because if you remember, uh, boys and girls, about a year ago or less, I was talking about my fucking health kick. And talking down to all of you like I'm better than you because I shop at Sprouts, <laughs> which I still do. But for a while there, I've got, I had a good tear of shit. It all had to do with, you know, um, the holiday season. It's a holiday season. Do, do, do. And you're getting fat. Shovel that pie right inside your hole. Go take some more diarrhea. It's a wonderful time of year. So... All that shit, you know, and then once you get into that stupid habit of eating horrible, it just keeps happening, you know, right? You know what I'm talking about? 
You get back in that goddamn cycle. But you know what? I said, I said, enough. And then, you know what? My wife, my wife is the worst fucking person when it comes to this shit. She's, she's a thin girl. She doesn't work out. She eats like shit and she stays fucking thin. I don't know how she does it, but me, on the other hand, uh, I'll start, I'll start feeling it and seeing it to my, in myself. My wife tells me, yeah, you don't look fat. You look fine. But no, 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 no. I feel gross. <laughs> so maybe the Chinese place, it's a, it's a blessing in disguise. God damn it. Poor Chinese place. It was called Supreme Dragon. And God damn it, it was Supreme. But speaking of fatness, uh, yeah, I've been on, like I said, I've been on a stretch of eating bad. And my wife is fucking horrible. She'll come home. Let me tell you something. I did a podcast with uh, the Red Cunt. And with Mr. Peppers, the podcast about nothing, boys. I come out and she's got fucking pizza sitting there. Pizza! After I goddamn tell her, hey, we got to start eating better and the whole deal. And of course, we're drinking, doing a podcast for hours and I'm fucking hungry. It's sitting there. What else am I going to do? Huh? It's late. Fucking A. Sabotage from my wife, the person that's supposed to have my back more than anyone else, and she's the one that's screwing me the most. This is grounds for divorce, you know? <sighs> anyway, on top of that, for a while, uh, I've been good for the last few weeks, but I'm, for a while there, I was drinking a lot, getting back into those habits, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to blame Janos, the gingerbeard man. I'm going to say it's his fault. <laughs> nah uh, Fucking love that dude He'll come over with his girl We'll hang out, we'll drink We got sushi the other night uh, A few weeks ago Always good times, but every time we hang out We're fucking drinking like maniacs We're playing uh, King's Cup I'm playing, I'm fucking playing with Whiskey <laughs> Jameson he, he brought me a beer beforehand I'm like, uh oh, I better not have that beer Because I'm planning on drinking whiskey and that old fucking nursery rhyme, beer before liquor, never sicker, liquor before beer, you're in the clear, right? You heard that one, which I kind of thought was bullshit, but it turns out it's not. Because <laughs> I had this this uh, high content alcohol, fucking two glasses of these different beers he brought. That uh, I'm not saying it's his fault, although it sort of is. <laughs> yeah, no shh. And then... uh. I had some whiskey. We're playing that fucking game and we just kept drinking and shit. And the next thing you know, I'm going to bed. I lay, I lay down and then I got that feeling like I got to puke. Oh my God, James. You're such a lightweight pussy. Oh my God. You can't hold your drinks, James. You're 31 years old, James. You're still like a high school boy, James. No. I told you the circumstance. It's the gingerbread man's fault. You know what it was? I think he was even singing me that song. You can't catch me. I'm the ginger beard man. <laughs> and I was just chasing him. And he's right. I couldn't catch him. <laughs> no, I caught him. I caught him all right. Uh, so then, yeah. I, I th- but the funny thing was I puked once and it was like a one-hitter quitter. Like, Ugh! all right, that's out of me. Right back to bed. Fine. No problems. Woke up feeling great. I was like, fuck, dude. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I even threw up. I can't remember. Those days were supposed to be long behind me, boys and girls. Fucking gingerbread man, you redheaded son of a bitch. <laughs> Speaking of that, on a side note, real quick, the uh, gingerbread man, Janos J, 
He started his own podcast. Look at that. This dog and pony show inspired yet another string of podcasts. Fucking nice. It's a podcast miracle. Cool. Cool. If you happen to like sunsets, walks on the beach, maybe some metal, maybe some craft beer, or maybe some vaping, <laughs> I guess this is the podcast for you, everybody. You can check out Jay, the ginger beard man. I don't think he calls himself that on his show, although I think he should, because uh, I know I made it up, but it's still a fantastic name. His uh, podcast is called Hellbound Podcast. You can find that on the Podbeans, which I am located, and on the iTunes, which I am also located. So uh, <laughs> it's a big fucking podcast orgy over there. Speaking of which, vape. Listen, Jay, all right, it's cool to have hobbies and stuff, but what's the deal What's the deal with this vaping? Every time this dude comes over, he's sucking that fucking, <laughs> that smoke stick. Yeah, man, you got to try this flavor. It's pretty fucking good. I think it's coconut and rainbows. <laughs> ah, all right, I'm fucking around with you, Jay. I got to give you shit, dude, because I love you. Hellbound Podcast, check it out. Okay, back to me. <laughs> back to me and feeling like a fat fuck. So I decided, that's enough. Enough is enough, goddammit. I got to do something about this. I've got I've to stop saying, oh, I'll do something on Monday. Yeah, you'll see. And I, I got to do it now, I said to myself. So I took it upon my fancy self to put on my running shoes, my black sweats, my hoodie. And I walked down to my park. That's right. I waited till after dark because only assholes run in the daytime. I don't want people to look at me. <laughs> so yeah, I wait about until after nine o'clock. Then I stroll down to the creepy dark park and they've got a, a cement track. It's a big fucking park. So my plan was to go down there, run one lap, you know, just, just to get started. No big deal. Easy, right? One one lap, run around. Then, you know, walk. Then run. Then walk. And then head home. Easy peasy, right? So I get down there. Uh, I start my running. I'm not even half. I'm less than halfway. I'm like a quarter to a third of the way on my little run. And I'm fucking dying. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, fuck. This is a lot harder than I remembered it to be. I thought it was going to be no big deal. Like halfway, I wanted to fucking die. I felt like I was dying. I felt like a giant fat fuck running through the desert with, you know, a, like a, I'm a military guy carrying my wounded fucking uh, comrades with me on my shoulders. Like, <gasps> that's how I was. But I didn't stop. I didn't quit. No matter how hard I wanted to, I made that one lap, goddammit. But that's all I made. The rest of the time I walked. I walked three more laps and then I made my way home. But, uh, you know, on the, on the third and fourth lap, I did some stairs up this tall flight and down, up again, down. So, you know, I figured baby steps, no big deal. On my way home. Like I said, it's dark. I'm in my black on black on black. <laughs> I've got my hoodie over my head. Oh my God, James. What a douchebag. Why are you wearing your hoodie, James? 
Why? Because I want to sweat. That's why. That's, that's why. Because I want to sweat. And it worked. Plus, I don't want people to look at me. <laughs> so I'm walking up this, uh, this sidewalk, and I see these kids in this car, and they're, they're sitting in, you know, there's nobody around. It's a fucking weekday. These kids are sitting in their car. No one's around. And I see fires start sparking up in their car. And I can see they have a bong. I'm like, oh, these, kids are, these kids are fucking smoking weed in their car right here by this park. Idiots. But uh, they never see me because I'm, I'm like a ninja blending in with all of my environment. And right when I'm by the driver's side, the dude is blowing smoke out. And he goes, oh! <laughs> and I freaked them the fuck out. Ah, oh, man, it was so great. And they drove away real, real fast. I was scared. Probably thinking I was going to call the cops on them or something. I don't know. Anyway, my second run, I went back and I did my first run. No problem. No fucking problem. Then I walked. Then I ran again, everybody. Progress! Yeah! Oh, my God, James. So have you been running like every day and stuff? Well, it's funny you should ask. Uh, No. I think I've only ran twice in the last two weeks. It's hard, dude. Things come up, you know, podcasts and whatnot. Oh, my God, James. More excuses. You can't even get into a month of ritual, James, before you collapse. You can't even do one week, James. You're such a loser. You're such a fat piece of shit loser, James. How does it feel to be a fat piece of shit loser? Oh, fuck you. Fine. Fine. You'll see. I'm running in tomorrow. How about that? Oh, fuck, I can't. I'm busy tomorrow. And I'm busy the next day. I run Friday night. Excuses, James. You're not doing a goddamn thing. You're just going to stay fat and uh, and unhealthy, James. And you're going to die alone. Wait, what's that got to do with, with me being fat and unhealthy? I'm still going to have my wife and my kids. No, James. You're going to be so fat and gross. They're not going to want to hang out with you, James. They're going to leave your ass. Your fat, unhealthy ass. Oh, fuck. You know what? Fat shaming does kind of work. All you're doing is is strive, making me strive to be something better, to prove you wrong, you fuckface. That's my plan along, James. It's just reverse psychology. No, no. You're just making that a cop-out. You know, either way, you win. Because you could insult me and, uh, and feel good about that. And then if I actually do start running and start getting in great shape, you're going to be like, that's what I wanted you to do. See? And just tough love. Go, f- go fuck yourself. Don't pull that angle on me. That's my angle. <laughs> anyway, you'll see. God damn it. You'll see. I'm not even that fat, to be honest with you. I just got to get rid of this excess shit. I, you know, I, I got to cut back on eating and just eat right. Do my little fucking prancing around at the park and I'll be good. I'm still, I'm still all right. I'm still all right. On a side note, I know there's tangents after fucking tangents on this one, but uh, I have to, uh, once again, you know, I, I do a lot of fucking around on this show, a lot of bullshitting, like the last 35 minutes. <laughs> you won't learn anything on this show. Now nah, you'll learn something, but don't come here for facts and, <laughs> and information and education. You come here for rumors hearsay and opinions I've told you that countless times so no, no matter what it's your fault but i gotta i gotta take another moment here while i'm on this 
this uh, fat shaming. To do the opposite, I got to talk to uh, Peterson here. Peterson is on the Ned Files podcast. He was a large boy. I want to put emphasis on was. This dude's lost in damn near 100 fucking pounds. One hundred fucking pounds. Peterson, you magnificent son of a bitch. I'm proud of you, dude. You uh you have you have balls. Okay. And you can probably see them now is what I've heard. Nah, I see I'm I'm fucking around again. But uh, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna joke around right now, Peterson. By the way, that's what you said, not me. I'm just <laughs> I'm quoting what you guys said on your show. <laughs> Ned follows, by the way. Uh good job, man. Good for you. I'm really proud of you. And yes, I know you're gonna hate all this public uh <laughs> applause and whatnot. But uh you deserve it, dude. Keep up fighting the good fight. You're uh like like uh, Doogie calls you your fit as fuck. And look at you, man. Getting your wife and shit, fucking her good. That's the rumor anyway. And uh, like I said, this show's all about rumors, <laughs> opinions, and hearsay. So I'm going to believe it. Good for you, Lorinda. Good for you, Peterson. Wow! <laughs> good job, buddy. Keep that shit up. But I will say this. I know you're on your health kick, and I applaud all of it. But there's going to be a lost weekend in your near future. That's right. I'm speaking, of course, of Manfest 2015. Manfest, everybody. Peterson and number two are claiming they're going to go. Peterson, you must drink with everyone. You must eat shitty food like hot dogs and s'mores. You've got to. I don't want to hear anything about your fucking diet that whole weekend because men don't diet. (laughs) <laughs> anyway by the way I gotta say fuck you Peterson I like to build you all up and then break you down immediately you all know me you know my style fuck you Peterson fuck you number two fuck you Lido. fuck you uh, Brandon uh, Joey all of you guys you guys all speak about Manifest but you don't ever tell anyone what it is they hear you talking about it no one knows what it is I've heard your shows if I'm a listener from the outside, I have no clue what you're talking about. That's just bad radio. Okay? This is not just a, a little social club. There's people out there that listen, that don't know what's going on in your life. Manfest is an annual trip to the woods. Only men put on by myself. Thank you very much. Yeah, maybe I just want credit. Maybe I want you guys just to speak my name once in a while because I feel good about myself. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, it's a thing that I do every year. Get the boys together, we go up to the woods, we go camping, we eat like fucking savages, we drink like fish, we do all kinds of extracurricular activities. Other people do things that are probably illegal that I'm not even going to speak about cuz hey, you know what? Who am I to judge? It's it's just a it's a weekend of awesomeness and it's all dudes. <laughs> and as much as you're going to tag it with this Gay shit, it's not at all. Unless you're into that, and that's fine. Because there are gay people that have gone, and it's no big deal. Everyone's up there to be men. And hey, some men are gay, right, Peterson? I'm not judging. So uh, forget about your diet, dude. I don't want to hear no shit about it. 
<laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, my kids, real quick. Real quick, my kids. I heard something from my daughter like a month or two ago because it's been a while since I did my solo shows. Something I didn't think I would hear from her come out of her mouth until she was uh, a teenager, probably at least 15. Okay, that's when I thought I'd hear it first. But no, seven years old. Seven years old. I was in a bookstore. Yes, those still exist. You can find them. <laughs> I think it was Barnes & Noble in Chino Hills. <laughs> uh, we were in there looking around. We had our fancy coffees. <laughs> I think I was even looking at uh, Batman graphic novels. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know what? I think I'm safe. I was in Chino Hills, uh, fucking pinky up type city. You know, but I had I was in there looking at graphic novels, so that took me right back down to reality again. So, so I, I I evened out. I go to the kids section where my kids are. They're looking around. My daughter, I pick up this book, and I go, "Hey, look at this! Look at this book!" Or she hands me a book, ah, something like that, and I start reading it to her in the goofy voices that I do, and I go, "Hey, Jasmine, now you read." Uh, like then there's like a dog and a kid. I go, you be the kid, I'll be the dog, okay? She goes, no, daddy, I don't want to. And I go, come on. Okay, I'll be the dog. Ready? Well, hey, what's going on, everybody? Or some whatever the fuck it was. And she's like, I go, come on, Jasmine, your turn. I guess I was being a little too loud. And she goes, daddy. And she like pulls me close. She goes, you're embarrassing me. This made me laugh and also broke my heart at the same time. <laughs> it's like, fuck, dude. And she like looks and there's other little girls nearby, you know. But I was like, she's seven years old. And that already came out of her mouth. Like, I know sometimes I get carried away with myself. And I could be a little overwhelming at times. <laughs> as you probably realize. But the fact that my seven-year-old girl told me that. I was like, you know, fuck you. No, <laughs> A part, of, a part of me was kind of like, ah, oh, man, this is too soon. You know, he's, what's she going to tell me when she's 15? Ugh. She better not talk to me like Doogie talks to her mom. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> oh. So it begins. And so it begins. One more thing about my kids. They have this thing recently. I don't know. I don't know why. For some reason, my kid, my, my son is, uh, I think my daughter's been fucking with him about the dark. And so he gets kind of like, oh, I'm with the lights on. I'm scared of the dark. And I'll tell him, like, look, I'll pick him up. I'll walk into a dark room. Look. Lights on, right? Look around. See the bed? See the uh, dresser? See the window? See the curtains? See the blankets? See that stuffed animal? Yes. All right. Lights off. Everything is exactly the same as you remember seeing it. There's just no light. That's all. Only thing darkness is, is a lack of light. Now watch this. Boop. Turn the light back on. See? Everything's exactly the way it was, right? Yes. Is it scary? No. That's right. Just remember that. It's all the same. There's just, you just can't see. There's nothing there. There's no scary things. My daughter, you know, she hears me talking to him and she comes in. But what about 
the, the, the noise I heard the other night. <laughs> I was like, all right, great question. But I'm going to tell you something. For everything that trips you out or makes you scared, there is a reason and an explanation for it. What, what was the noise? It was like, like a, a noise in the ceiling. I'm like, was it like this? Like a, like a, yes. Okay. Sometimes, you know, the house is made out of wood. Sometimes the wood just moves or settles and just creaks. It happens. Oh, what else? I heard a noise in the, in the kitchen when you are, I heard a noise in the other room when you were in your room and no one was around. Oh, really? Let me take a guess. Uh, did the windows rattle? Yes, but no one was around. I'm like, let me show you something. Go stand over there, and I'm going to close the door to this room. When I close the door, the windows are going to rattle. Okay. They stand over there. I close the door. They rattle, Daddy! I'm like, yeah, that's just the pressure of the house. Because I closed the door, the windows shook a little bit. Oh! See? There's a reason for everything. And that should fucking work like a charm. All right? And they got it. But, but tell me why, like the next day, I get up for work and it's early as shit, 4.30 in the morning. It's black in the house and I'm scared walking down the hall. <laughs> oh, what a hypocrite. What a fucking asshole. And I felt like an asshole. Like, really? Really? You just had a talk with your kids like yesterday, two days ago about this whole thing. It's like, yeah, there's nothing there. It's still like, you know, it's not completely pitch black, but you can see um, like the silhouette of objects. And, you know, and then you turn the light on and your kid left their sweater hanging on something. It's just that kind of shit. Yeah, dude, I'm an adult. I know there's an explanation for it, but it's, there's still shit that scares me once in a while. And I guess that's normal. But it's like, you know, I, no matter what, you know, you can't talk it out of them, right? I just felt like such a big asshole. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, speaking of ghosts, have you guys seen that video? And I'm looking at you, Omega Red, Omega uh, Red Cunt, and Joey Peppers, and uh, even Leto. Fag. <laughs> They're uh, frequent Disneyland people. There's a video circulating of security footage from Disneyland. I don't know what part of the park. Don't ask me. I'm not a fucking weirdo like that. Oh, really? It's uh, right there next to Never Never Land. What the fuck it is? <laughs> What's it called? Neverland? Uh, Main Street? Is there, is there a Never Never Land? I don't know. Whatever. Tomorrowland? One of those. So this footage after hours of a ghostly image running on the empty sidewalks of the park. And right away, I'm like, I'm thinking, holy shit, that's pretty fucking cool. I don't ever believe any of this stuff, but it looks pretty cool. But uh, again, I was like, oh, wait, what if this is real? I was like, wait a minute. Same thing, dickhead. You just got telling your kids that there's always an explanation for this stuff. So yeah, most, and don't get ahead of me. I didn't think it was actually real, but the part of me was like, oh, wow. You know, like you want to kind of believe I think a part of you always wants to believe, right? And then I read on this comment, some dude's like, yeah, I think it's because they re-tape over the same, and you know, is it tape? Or is it digital? I don't think it makes sense if it's digital. 
I don't fucking know. Something about maybe uh, like a custodian or something at night. If they have those security guard, whatever the fuck it is, you know, his image just got burned into the tape or the footage somehow. And it looks like a ghost. (laughs) I don't know. But there's always an explanation, people. Right? There better be. God damn it. Or maybe it's all real. And Omega Red, you red cunts, they're going to come and get you. <laughs> the Disneyland ghost. <laughs> Boo. I really hope they get you, red cunt. I hope they get you. But you got to have your fro at that time. Because I want it to get extra poofy when you get scared. <laughs> Let's move on to a little something I like to call Danger Don'ts. Danger Don'ts is a little segment. I just group together a bunch of stupid random stories that have got nothing to do with each other other than the fact that you probably shouldn't do what these people do. That's it. How clever am I? (laughs) Who needs segues when you've got all these grouped into one stupid category, right? (laughs) Oh, what a cheater. First one. These are all true, by the way. First one's about this dude. Him and his family go to Applebee's, right? That restaurant, everyone knows what it is. They all order their food. You know, the waitress brings them their food. Uh, sets them all down. The guy's got a skillet. And it's like... Right? Skillets, don't they smell so fucking great? Like when you go to Chili's and someone orders a skillet and you just they walk by with that thing and it's just like, oh, it smells delicious. So... <laughs> They all have their food in front of them and they go, let's all bow our heads to pray. The fucking idiot puts his head down and burns his forehead on the skillet. (laughs) And then he has the audacity to sue Applebee's because the skillet was too hot and he burned himself. (laughs) I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. On the contrary, the judge dismissed the case, saying, uh, excuse me, asshole, but it's self-evident that that thing is hot and you should know better. <laughs> Sweet justice. Finally, finally the story like this where someone says, get the fuck out of my courtroom, you asshole. You know, it's not like the other ones where the dude is robbing you and he fucking falls on a knife and cuts himself and sues you because he cut himself on a sharp knife. That kind of shit happens all the time. Probably. But I love that this judge was like, nah, 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 get out of here. Go fuck yourself. And the danger don't in this story is you probably shouldn't pray or believe in God for that matter because it just gets you burned in the end. Whoa, you see how I put that shit, that little metaphor there, motherfuckers? (gasps) Or did I mean literally? The world may never know. (laughs) Next up, Danger Don'ts. Oh boy, this one, uh, I saw this myself. Oh man, this one really got me going. And if you know me, you know how going I get. So I see this dude on the street. I'm driving. It's in the morning time. Uh... (laughs) Driving to work. This guy, I'm guessing, is also driving to work. Because why the fuck else would you be up at that ungodly hour? He's got a... It's a sunny day, this particular day. Kind of hot. He's driving a convertible Camaro. The last five years, I'd say. 
Now this Camaro, I think it might have been black or red. And I think it was red. And it had white racing stripes. Already a red flag. You don't need a re- <laughs> racing stripes on a car, everybody. Okay? You don't need it. Screams douchebag, if you ask me. So, that's not even re- what uh, upset me, to be honest with you. That just added to the fire in my heart. <laughs> but there was a light. I see him drive by me, right? And uh, I was like, oh, that's funny. Convertible. This early. Whatever. Good for you. Because the top's down. We get to an intersection. I pull up kind of next, next to him. I look in. And this fucking dude, who looks like he's a business guy type guy, just has that look about him, in a convertible Camaro, in the morning, he's got driving gloves on. Okay? Can you imagine the levels of douchery that I witnessed this morning? I don't understand it. You don't need... Driving gloves, dude. Who are you, fucking Ryan Gosling? A paid uh, stunt driver on his free time? You pay him to be your getaway car? All right? You're not going to be pulling these crazy Hollywood maneuvers on your daily commute. Fuck you. Fuck you. James, what if he works as a stuntman, James? And he's on his way to work as a stuntman. Huh, James? Okay, fine. Let's entertain that notion for a second. He's not at work yet. He doesn't need to have his gloves on. James, what if he's just trying to get into character? You know, what if he's like uh, one of those method actors, James, and needs to have those gloves on so he can get into his character? He's not a fucking actor, okay? Let's just forget about that. I entertain your stupid concept for a minute, but no, he wasn't an actor. (laughs) Danger, don't. Don't drive a convertible with the top down. And listen, if you're going to wear those driving gloves, first of all, don't do that. Danger, don't. Don't do it. But if you're going to, don't drive a fucking convertible where everybody can see you. Douchebag level times three. One, for having racing stripes. Two, for having driving gloves. You're not in a getaway car once again. You're not going to be fucking jumping over bridges that are not completed or uh, drifting, all right? All right, Mr. Fast and Furious, you're not doing any of that shit. You're driving to work. Three, don't have your top down so more people can see you. Fuck you. (laughs) Danger, don't. All those things. The douche trifecta when it comes to driving anyway. (laughs) Next up. Speaking of driving, I saw this other asshole. Oh man, I've, I've been in I've been in some cunty moods lately, people. These should all be my fuck you moments, by the way. But you know, meh. now that I'm now that I'm reporting on them, I, I didn't I didn't realize how angry they would make me. <laughs> I looked over, and I saw a guy on the freeway at night. That's how I noticed because his fucking face was glowing. All right, his whole car was lit up. I was like, what's, what's this guy got going in his... Why is his face all lit up <laughs> at, at night? I just peek in. He's watching Netflix on his iPhone, and the fucking phone is sitting on his dash where the odometer is. He has it propped up like that. 
So he's looking at the goddamn movie through his steering wheel hole area. And his hands are up on the wheel at 10 and 2. But he's not doing a great job of covering up because I saw it clear as day. Not to mention, his face is glowing. (laughs) Danger, don't. Don't be an asshole when it comes to being on your phone when you're driving. This is to the, the... I've never seen anything like this before. Watching a movie while you're driving. <laughs> wow. Now, it ties also in to you dickheads that are on your phone and you're completely obvious about it. Maybe you just don't give a fuck, but it's pretty stupid. You know you get tickets in California for, for driving with your cell phone. I see people... Look like they're scrolling and using their fingers and it's up in front of their face while they're driving. Now, I'm not saying to do it because you're all endangering everyone's lives. Now, I'm up for being dangerous. You know me. But not if you're going to risk people's lives, okay? Don't be a fucking asshole, especially in California. Bunch of people on the roads. I don't, you could be that guy that kills me and my family. Or, was, or even worse. I get into an accident and my kids die because of you, you fuck. You're on your phone or you're watching a goddamn movie. But if you're going to do it anyway, you have no regard, why don't you be slick about it? Why don't you have it in your lap and wear some sunglasses and only look down for a split second when you have a straightaway and you know no one's around you on the freeway. No sudden crazy shit's going to come popping in front of your fucking car. Maybe try doing that (laughs) if you have to do it. Danger don'ts. Don't be an asshole when it comes to your fucking driving and your phone. (sighs) Really can't believe it. Really can't believe it. I think they say, what's the statistics? The statistics are, uh, what I hear, texting and driving, you're like 10 times worse than just drunk driving. Because when you're drunk driving, at least you're looking at the road. <laughs> when you're text, texting and driving, you're not looking at the road. So, uh, anyway. Next up, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, more about driving. Wouldn't you believe it? Uh, the other day, I was uh, going back to work and I was running late. Because uh, I do drive a vehicle for work and I got to go back to my vehicle headquarters. And so uh, I don't like, you know me, if, you li- if you're a listener, I don't like being at work any longer than I have to be. As soon as it's 3.30, I'm getting the fuck out the door, all right? So I'm down the road, and there's a bunch of traffic. It's never like that. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got somewhere to be. I don't want to be in traffic. What's going on? I look, up the fr- I look up the street as far as I could in the distance, and I see like seven cop cars lights. I'm like, oh, fuck. What's going on? What happened? Is anybody hurt? Is anybody injured? Is anybody dead? Are one of my coworkers dead? Is my wife dead? <laughs> so slowly but surely, I get up to where the cop cars are. You know what it turns out to be? It turns out to be one of those vehicles that's attached to a truck that's being pulled with a bunch of cameras rigged to the car. All right? Yeah, they're filming a movie or a commercial, and there's a fucking dog driving the car. (laughs) A real dog, okay? 
was a real dog in the driver's seat and some dickhead actor in the, in the passenger seat. I couldn't get a good look at him. And they're filming. And I'm just thinking, really? Danger, don't. Don't, don't film. And when it starts to get into rush hour, when people are getting off of work, at that time, there's already plenty of people on the road. 3.30. Why don't you film your stupid scene, you know, 10, 11, when people are not around? Blows my fucking mind when you see that happening. But James, what if they need the proper lighting? Ah, it's Hollywood. You, maybe you need the fucking background. You can't fake the lighting a little bit. What's a couple hours going to do? Really? Couldn't believe it. Hey, let's go ahead and film a scene here and hold up everybody on this busy street. Dickheads. All right. Jesus, this this whole danger don't thing just sounds like me bitching a bunch, huh? That's just called the danger hour jams. Everyone's used to it. Uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> Next danger don't. Yeah. I saw this woman on the side of the road. She was walking. What makes this woman more uh, interesting than any other woman on the side of the road? Let me guess, James. She was super hot and stuff. No. On the contrary, she was not hot whatsoever. What makes this woman more interesting than any average woman on the street is what she was carrying. She was carrying. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It had to have been a gallon size big gulp. Who needs a gallon of soda? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> but it did make me happy. Just this, the sheer spectacle of the whole thing. Looking at this woman who's like 5'4", walking around on the street, having to carry with two hands this, and I'm not fucking around. This is the biggest big gulp I've ever seen in my life. And she's slurping it down. Maybe it was water, James. No, nobody's, nobody's, no. I refuse to believe that. If you're going to 7-Eleven to buy a big gulp container that large, you're not buying it for water. Okay, there's no way. So don't, don't buy a gallon of soda, everybody. Okay, danger don't. Number seven. What are the fuck we're on? Next up, there's a new development, everybody in science and technology. It turns out you can now change your eye color if you'd like. You can be, say you have brown eyes. You're not happy with your brown eyes. You think you're uh, average. You'd like to have blue eyes. Well, that can all change. You can go to the doctor and have your eye color change from brown to blue. And all it's going to cost you is a measly $5,000. Ha! Why not? <laughs> Danger don't Stop getting surgery All you fucks You're all becoming this weird breed of cat people And it's gonna be a weird breed of blue eyed cat people soon It's fucking creepy dude Now If you're gonna do it Just wait Like 20 years Okay It's not worth it at this point do, Don't you really Don't you wanna It's like the first Okay it's like they say, you don't ever buy the first year of a new model on a, of a car 
because it's going to have a lot of bugs and kinks they got to work out. You know, a couple years afterwards, they'll have it sorted out. But that first year they come up with a new design of the car, stay away from it. That's the old rule, rule of thumb. <laughs> but James, how does it apply to people and surgeries? Uh, I thought you'd never ask. I think you have to realize there's going to be some problems that they're going to find out in the years to come. <laughs> so don't be the guinea pigs. Wait it out if you fucking need your eye color to be changed. If you can't settle for contacts, just wait and, and watch all the other assholes I got it done, what problems they have, and then weigh out your options. If in like 10 years go by and everybody's cool, right? Everyone's like, wow, this is great. No problems. I even see 2020. All right, maybe just think about doing it. Until then, just like the Asian guy told me, heed my warning. Do not buy the coffee with black. I mean, do not change your eye color. Because of you, you will be a cursed. You will become a blind. Can you imagine if you paid $5,000 to get your eye color changed and then you went blind? You fuck. Can you imagine? Is it worth it to fuck with your eyes? That's something you should probably shouldn't fuck with. Your eyeballs. That seems like it's kind of an important one. <laughs> right? I mean, if you fuck with one of your arms, you still got another arm. At Or, you know, at, at the worst... You can sit in the chair if you fuck up your legs and be wheeled around. You can't get your eyes back, everybody. That scares the shit out of me. Danger, don't. Don't fuck with your eyes, everybody. Okay? Just be happy with who you are. <laughs> okay, next one. This might be the last one. No, it's not the last one. Two more. Danger, don't. This nine-year-old girl was recently... I don't know if it was recent, to be honest. I don't know. Nine-year-old girl was punished by her mother. She was a bad girl. So what her mother do? Spanking? Nope. Send her to her room? Nope. Maybe you can't have dinner for tonight? Nope, not that either. She took her iPhone away from her. Ah! Ah! The girl got very angry. She wasn't happy about that, everybody. Not one bit. So guess what she decided to do to her mother? She decided to get back. And how did she do this? Why? She poured bleach into her mother's water. <laughs> now, I'm sure you can imagine that bleach has a very distinctive smell, a very alarming smell, and you can easily detect it nearby. So the mother immediately was like, what the hell? Smelled the bleach in her water, questioned the little girl who finally copped to it, and the mother had her arrested. <laughs> Danger, don't. <sighs> don't raise asshole kids. Okay, parents out there with your hippie fucking methods. Don't raise your asshole kids. <sighs> the fact that this even fucking happened tells me that this is a horrible mother. The fact that she's a nine-year-old and she's got an iPhone is the giant red flag. You have to blame yourself, lady, on raising a psycho that wants to murder you. <laughs> wow. 
can you can you imagine that? You discipline your child and they try to kill you for it. You took their iPhone away. How detached is this fucking kid from society and from like reality and right and wrong? You twisted little fuck. But mostly it's your fault, mom. All right. Maybe I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's just a psycho. But uh, I don't know. <sighs> Giving a nine-year-old a phone. And I'm already going to assume that she already had the phone before that. That's pretty rough. Danger, don't. Don't give your kids fucking phones. And if you have to give your kid a phone, okay, I can see the appeal. Like maybe your, your kid's going to go spend the night. You want a direct connection with that kid. Or, you know, they're going to camp or whatever. What Or what may have you. <laughs> whatever, dude. Let's say they walk home. And just in case, you know, you want them to have phones, they can call the police if they need to. Great. Good for you. Don't get them a smartphone. Just get them a phone that has the capabilities of making calls and text messages at the most. At that age, they don't need the other shit. They can go without it. They have to have a phone. Get a flip phone. <laughs> All right, the last danger don't ties in with my next uh, segment. It's a perfect segue, by the way. And it has to do with sexy time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, James. How sexy are we talking here? Not very sexy, but sexy nonetheless. So this is a danger don't and also a sexy time news story. They blur the lines. Doctors perform the first successful penis transplant in Africa. That's right. A 21-year-old man uh, had a problem with his penis. He lost it. He got a new one. And he can now normally have sex and urinate. Wow. Yeah. But James, how is this story a danger don't? Oh, thanks for asking. How did he lose his penis in the first place, you ask? Hmm. It turns out it's, uh, it's quite common in Africa for circumcisions to go wrong. How wrong, you asking? 250 circumcisions a year in Africa result in uh, castrations. 250 guys a year are losing their dicks. Now, this is a serious problem, everybody. <laughs> Danger, don't. Don't live in Africa. But if you can't help it, don't get circumcised. That, my friends, is why it's the final. Danger, don't. Because I believe it's the most important one. We need to create a revolution, everybody. A dick-saving revolution. Don't get circumcised in Africa. I know they're doing some crazy shit over there with female genital mutilation and all that other nonsense. Is that a religious thing? Is it a traditional customary thing with that tribe, that type of people? I don't fucking know. I'm ignorant. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You've already known that. You found that a long time ago. There's got to be a way you can opt out of that. <laughs> Just sign a release form. 
Um, sorry, mother and father, I'm opting out of the circumcision. I'd like to keep my penis. The odds are not in the favor of me going through with this. <laughs> I respectfully decline. Yeah, fuck all that. Nope. Oh, maybe. Huh. Is it like a thing you do where if you don't get circumcised, you can't get married? So if you refuse to do it, then you can never have sex in some belief systems? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that's out there somewhere. I'm going to go ahead and... I mean, hey, there's plenty of weird shit out there. I'm going to say that's one of them. You, you must get circumcised before you can take a wife. That's what I'm going to think is one of the things. That you, yeah, for argument's sake, let's go with that. The question now is, would you risk losing your dick altogether so you can have sex for life? Or do you keep your dick and never have sex, but you can also you can always jerk off as long as it's done in private with no one to know about it? Wow. That's the ultimate question, everybody. If you have an answer, <laughs> I would love it for you to give it to me. But how would they do that, James? <laughs> it's easy. You can email me, James, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. I'm the only one that reads the emails. I won't sell your emails for beer money. I won't do that. I won't. You can send me your answer to that question. You can send me questions of your own that you'd like me to answer on the air. Hell, you can just give me some uh, recommendations if you'd like. Something you think I might like. I'll check it out. You can even send me recipes. I'll make them. Send me photos, nude photos of your mom. As long as they're tastefully done, I'll look at them. Even if they're not tastefully done, I'll still look at them. All that and more. <laughs> That's the question. Would you get circumcised with the possibility something will go wrong in Africa and you'll lose your dick? Or keep all your parts and never get to have real sex with a woman just with your own hand? But you know it's a sure thing. <laughs> Send me your answers, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. All right. Let's continue with Sexy Time News, everybody. On a completely related topic about dicks, a new study has been released about a month and a half, two months ago. Maybe more. I don't know. It says penis sizes, everybody. <laughs> the numbers are in, and the numbers don't lie, because most guys will. They will lie to you about how big they are. They will lie. The study has concluded on a worldwide, well, it says internationally. I'm going to go in and say this worldwide. Internationally, study done on penis sizes. I won't get into the, uh, the flaccid results because who cares about that? Let's get into the hard-hitting numbers, and I do mean that as a pun. <laughs> So, erections. Let me see. Uh, I lost my place here. Uh, an erect penis. The average size, everybody. And yes, I was pausing for dramatic effect. I know you're dying to know. The erect penis length. The average length throughout the world, it turns out, is 5.16 inches long. 5.1 inches. 
5.16. Sorry, I won't take away that 0.6 because it might mean a lot to you guys. <laughs> 5.16 is the average. And the girth, 11.66 inches. Now, I don't know. I don't measure my girth. I might have in the past, but, you know, I don't remember that kind of stuff. I do remember my length, though. And I have to admit, I am larger than average. But James, you said every guy lies about his dick size. How do we know? You're not lying right now, James. Because this is the danger hour, and I don't lie. But James, you said that before. But you also say that you don't embellish. I think you're lying right now, James. I think you're lying. Maybe you should prove it to us, James. Prove it to us? What do you mean? Prove it to you? Well, I'm the one here, James. Fine. I guess uh, that people can nominate me to be the judge. I'll have to take a look at it all by myself, James. So go ahead and... um. Pull it out, James. Let's have a, let's have a looksy poo. No, no. You'll have to uh, take my word for it. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. I'm a perfect gentleman, and I would not lie to you on these certain matters. Other stuff I probably would lie to you, and other stuff I have embellished. But on this matter, I will not lie to you. I am above average. But how above average, James? <laughs> All right, let's go on. The study also suggests that, uh, let's see, uh, in the 95th percentile measures men having a 6.3-inch erection and bigger. That's right. If you've got a 6.3-inch erection or larger, you're in the 95th percentile. What does that mean? If you're dumb and need this furtherly, furtherly. <laughs> if you're dumb and need this furtherly explained, like me, I'll break it down even further for you. Out of 100 men, only five will have a penis erection 6.3 inches or larger. Whoa! That means I'm in the 95 percentile, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, James, to prove it, really, like, let's see it and stuff. No, you're not going to see it. You're not going to, you, you can, you can picture it. I really can, James. Yeah, you can imagine it. Oh my god, James, I'm imagining it now. It's sort of glorious, but also kind of like funny looking, James. Uh. James, I got a follow-up question. Yeah, sure. Nature Boy, James. <laughs> what about Nature Boy? He said that his penis... Has a curve, James, an upwards curve. Do they measure that curve, James? Like, is the curve slanting fully measured? Or is it just from the base to the tip and the curve loses some length, James? <laughs> that really is a great question. For Nature Boy's sake, I'm going to say his curve loses him length. Take that, Nature Boy. Take that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would imagine to use like a, a, a one of those um, flimsy. What do they call that shit? Just that the flimsy tape measuring shit <laughs> that curves with your dick. Not like a ah, not a ruler, but it's gonna bend with you. I'm gonna go to imagine that's the case. But yeah, everybody, look at your old pal Danger exceeding the average, far exceeding, and I'm in the 95th percentile. I'm not bragging. But uh, if you're going to brag about something, that's probably one of the things you should be bragging about. <laughs> oh. 
Also, in the negative <laughs> 95 percentile, the counter 95th, if you will, out of 100 men, five will have a 3.94 inch dick or a smaller erection, by the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of you. You five, I'm sorry for you. That's a damn shame. <laughs> to carry on the sexy time news. Uh, my, have you guys ever been having sex and completely sacrificed the sexy fucking awesome mood to crack a joke? Have you? Have you stooped to my level? Because that's something that I did the other night. And uh, if you're asking me if I'm proud of myself, yes, I stand by it. And I wouldn't change what I did. <laughs> I will stand by it proudly and at attention. Here's what happened. I really shouldn't be talking about this because it's t it says stuff about my intimate details between me, my wife and I. And that simply is none of your business. But again, for comedic value, I will tell you the story. <laughs> On a side note, I got for for the setup. If you haven't seen the movie Whiplash, you will not understand this reference at all, and I I'm sorry for you. Whiplash, by the way, is a fucking awesome, fantastic movie, unlike any movie I've ever seen before. I'm not saying it's a uh, revolutionary, but it's just different, and you should you should I strongly recommend it. It was my favorite out of all the Academy Award nominated movies. And uh, J.K. Simmons is a fucking badass. Check it out. Highly recommended. Now, this little story will not kill anything for the movie for you. But if you've seen the movie, you will appreciate it that more so. That much more so. <laughs> so my wife and I, or uh, I had just entered her vagina. <laughs> and I was a little excited. Normally, I'm, I'm, uh, I got my thing down, you know, I know what to do, I'm pretty good, but we're vocal with each other, we don't like to hide things from one another when it comes to everything. <laughs> now, we're, we, uh, we have great communication, so if I'm doing something that, that I don't, that she doesn't like, or the, or the same thing, I will say something, or she will say something, so at this particular moment, she's like, oh, um, don't go so deep just yet, and without hesitation... I stop and I and I <laughs> I lock eyes with her and I go. <laughs> I say, "Would you say that's not quite your tempo?" And she starts fucking laughing and I start laughing. <laughs> and the, like she just she's like, "I can't believe you just fucking said that right now." And I couldn't either, but it was so worth it. Have you Ever cracked a joke in bed for comedic purposes? I'm dying to know your stories. Once again, send your old pal Danger Pants an email, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. I can leave you anonymous with these or any of the shit you send me. You just let me know. No problem. I'm not a fucking douchebag. All right. I'm not going to blow your identity on the air. I will still share the story and keep you anonymous. <laughs> uh, all right let's move on to something a little more wacky uh 
everybody, I mentioned Peterson. Peterson! Peterson, he does a show called The Net Files Podcast. He does something called The Hump Games every year. And it's quite simple. Everyone involved. I think there's like 16 people. He does like a bracket March Madness. I think he does it every time March Madness comes around. Actually, now that I think about it. He does a bracket system thing where every person that's playing picks a man and a woman that uh, they want to nominate. That you know That's their candidate. And they go head-to-head randomly against other people and you got to pick who you'd hump out of the two section out of the two that are selected head to head so every week it's like i said it's random but then they start dropping down into the bracket so like you know when you start winning you start head to head head to head against other people and he has everyone involved and whoever else wants to participate you get to vote you can find that on the net files instagram the easiest way is to just look up the hashtag hump games hashtag hump games and you can find all the entries and you can uh, participate in that and you can follow them (laughs) and you can follow the danger while you're there why the hell not right so anyway i I was trying to rack my fucking brain on who i should pick and i made a goddamn mistake i i didn't think about it in the this is a game i hope i want to i want to win type thing i thought about it more for myself i'm like who would I want to hump? There's no fucking girls, dude, that are like the perfect girl in my head. There's always, <laughs> I got very high standards. And so uh, there's always something wrong with someone, no matter who it is. I never think anyone's like, oh my God, she's the perfect chick. And the girl I picked the last couple times was that, that Ariane chick from the UFC, that model. And she, she never wins. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to change it up. And then Kate Beckinsale, she's fucking hot. She's one of my top girls, but... She doesn't. She didn't do well either last time, last year. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Uh, I picked Megan Fox, but I picked her from years ago before she had all her surgeries. I thought she was fucking beautiful. I thought she was extremely beautiful before all her goddamn surgeries. So I picked her, and then uh, afterwards I realized, like, fucking hey, this is a goddamn game, and it's all gonna be about who's modern and current. And yeah, who's popular? That's who people are gonna pick. It's not going to be about who really is the best looking person. <laughs> so I already failed. And then I pick, I picked uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as my boy. <laughs> my boy toy. Oh my God, James. Why didn't you pick Tom Selleck? He's the clear winner, James. He's the clear winner. You know why? Because it's not your pick. It's my pick. That's why. And although Tom Selleck is an attractive man, I didn't think he would win. In the hump games. And honestly, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is probably better looking than him. Oh my God, James. I just can't talk to you anymore, James. This relationship is over. That's all it takes is to say that Tom Selleck isn't the hottest dude and you're out of my life forever. Well, no, James. I'll just get mad at you for a little bit, but um, it still really upsets me. Uh, all right. All right. So yeah, if you could help support your old pal Danger here and vote for Megan Fox and Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. Even though they'll probably be... I know fucking John Hall is not doing too well this week. Stupid Chris Pratt. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's why. Is he really better looking than Jake Hall? Is he? I mean, he's a good looking dude, but is he really better looking? Go fuck yourselves. It's just because he's popular right now. Jurassic Park's coming out. It's a big deal. Yeah, that's all it is. All right, you guys are biased. <laughs> so anyway, 
Help support your old pal, Jamesy Pooh, Danger Pants, and vote for Megan Fox and Jake Gyllenhaal to win it all. All right. One last thing before I move on. My, t- my wife knows that I picked Megan Fox, right? Like, you know, I, I picked... I was like, hey, what picture should I pick? And I'm showing you pictures. I think she's ugly in all those pictures, but I guess that one's the best one. <laughs> so then uh, the other night, uh, uh, weeks, a week and a half ago, she goes, hey, so who, who's hotter, me or Megan Fox? <laughs> Which is a trap, dude. <laughs> like Star Wars, it's a trap. And I go, you, every time you don't have toe thumbs. And she starts laughing. She's like, imagine if Megan Fox was jacking you off with those toe thumbs. She's all, and she did, <laughs> she did the movements and she made this fucking creepy face. And I went, ah, you just like, don't ruin this fucking thought of this chick for me. She might have super dicked Megan Fox for me. Now, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have told you that story because now you're not going to vote for me for Megan Fox to win it. Ah, you know what? I'll be happy. I would really hope that you support me and you vote for Megan Fox. But it would make me happier if you're not going to vote for her to write to to write as your comment. Uh, I can't, uh, you know, picturing toe thumbs jerking off, so can't do it. That would make me so happy and show me that you actually listen to the show. So that would be fucking great. Oh. <laughs> uh. I hope I can get past the thought of her toe thumbs jerking me off, looking down and seeing that beautiful face. Pre-surgeries, by the way. You know, I can use my, my imagination. Seeing that gorgeous face fucking jerking me off and then looking down, it's like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. Let's move on to a little something called Suicide Soundtrack. Suicide! All right, everybody. Suicide Soundtrack is a wonderfully morbid segment in which you, the listener, not the fan, the listener, (laughs) send me your entry. You tell me the perfect way you'd commit suicide and what song you'd play while you did it. Now, this is all for fun and games. Don't get too crazy. Don't get all, oh, my God, I don't want to think about it. Some people have done that shit to me. Just let's have some fun with this. I would love it if you sent me your entry. Once again, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Do I really got to say it again? How many times? Thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Send me your suicide soundtrack scenario. I'll read your letter. I'll play your song. It could be uh, anonymous. You could. It could be anything. I can. I can promote your whatever you got going. A little cross promotions, if you will. <laughs> so uh, today's entry is from none other than Mr. Joey Peppers. Uh, Joey Pepper, Mr. Peppers, from the podcast about nothing, who was recently on the show, The Danger Hour, and uh, had a little too much to drink. If you ask me, <laughs> nah. Fun, dude. Some uh, very interesting shit came out of that guy. Some cool stories. If you haven't listened to that one, I suggest you go do it. 
Mr. Peppers and the uh, the Red Cunt, I mean Omega Red, were on that show, and uh, that was a fun one. But you can slowly. <laughs> First, I did a show with them. They came here to do uh, Studio Five Hundred Five, the illustrious Studio Five Hundred Five. They came here and we recorded their show first and then recorded my show afterwards. And uh, no, I didn't charge them any studio time, which I should have. <laughs> nah. But uh, it was great. It was fun. And so you can, if you listen to their show first and then to mine, you can hear Joey's uh, subtle demise into <laughs> drunkenness. <laughs> it's fucking great. Anyway, here's his uh, email. First, uh, you know, I gotta play the song first. Then I gotta write. Then I gotta read it. So his song, and it says it's a two-minute intro. I don't know, man. It's a six-minute fucking. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna skip most of that two-minute intro, Joy Peppers. Don't hurt me too much. That's a long fucking song, though. So, uh, eh, my show. Go fuck yourself. Here's his song. I read his letter right when we come back after these audio tunes that are dropping. <laughs> In a way, we go. Spent your mind, time stop for us. Cost of a heart, I cost it, don't blink. Nothing so strangled like us. Nothing deranged like that love. Nothing explains away the way I played like new things to break. Live under your ribs, a toy box, and out the plug in. Tune out, give out what's yours like when in doubt. Play the mouse in the mouth like don't let me die. Like don't let me die, huh? But you know me, I could never lay you down to sleep. Spilling salt and shame upon your pretty feet With a head full of bourbon I do this though I love you And I think you hurt me on purpose I am a handmade handgun Operated by paper crooks Loaded up with bullets or blank Pages torn from your little black book You can call me all your favorites Oh I love those dirty 
Shopping, faces, bills, and fills his pots. Thanks to the single sable sheep hidden in that hollow flock. It's a classic case. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. I'll be damned if I end up playing Joe with God's loving hand. I'm a third. You can swear I trace the trail of wormwood slipping from the emperor. But providence, just a myth if I aim to let my trigger break. But you, I could never lay you down to sleep. Paper tiger supplicating at your pretty feet. My mouth may run with a loaded gun and a belly full of bourbon. I only do this cause I love you. I know you never hurt me on purpose. That was Handmade Handgun by P.O.S. Does that mean piece of shit? <laughs> Album uh, Never Better. Okay, that was his song. Let's, let's read his letter now, everybody. Mr. Peppers. I would like to start off by saying that this will be by far the best fucking suicide tale. Wow, such confidence right out of the gate. It took me a while to decide how to top the rest. By the way, you don't have to top everybody all the time. Okay, you can give me your lousy suicide. I'll still read it. It took me a while to decide how to top the rest, but I finally decided how it would all end for good old Joey. So the day begins the normal way. I rub one out, <laughs> run cold water over my hands, and have some orange juice. Is that, a, is, is that your daily routine? Today is the day. I would wear a shirt that's a little too tight, khakis and Asics running shoes. Essential, essentially the 40-year-old divorced father look. I head to LAX and buy a plane ticket to South Dakota. Why South Dakota? So that way the news for once will talk about the fucking place. <laughs> wow, look at you helping the fine people of South Dakota get noticed. Wow. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I book a round trip fare to avoid suspen suspension. Suspicion, you mean? 
because nobody, nobody flies one way into that godforsaken dump. Wait a minute. Why do you want people to talk about it and then you shit all over the place? <laughs> Take a carry-on packed with some snacks and my headphones. I like beef jerky, so that will be a snack. Good fine choice. The flight goes along and I have a few drinks just to ease the nerves. Finally, the landing gear is out, so I hit my song on repeat. As people are exiting the plane, I make a dash for an emergency exit and bail. I assume some kind of security will sound, so I have to be quick. I find any plane moving and make that tar the target. As it approaches the runway going too fast to stop, I begin to run, run directly at it. I would like to think that the captain would be texting and flying so that he wouldn't see me coming at him. <laughs> As the plane neared, I would aim directly into the engine and jump. The engine would slice me up. Maybe explode a little, and I would hope the engine would split me, spit me out all over the South Dakota. That, my friend, is how I would go. Cheers. What the fuck? <laughs> this shit is so off the wall and so fucking weird. Did I think you're? Were you drunk or high when you wrote this, Mr. Peppers? I gotta. Did I even get get all that? So you're you drink your orange juice and you have your cold water after you rub one out. You put on your forty year old divorced father look. You go to LAX and buy a ticket to South Dakota. So because no one ever goes there, and uh, you're figuring that this is going to be a national story. <laughs> Pretty arrogant on your part. Like anyone's going to give a fuck about some crazy California bastard that jumps into a plane in South Dakota? Hmm, maybe. Let's see. Uh, Take a carry-on with some snacks. Yeah, I've got that. Uh, landing gear is out, so I hit my song. As people are exiting the plane, I make a dash for emergency exit. So you're on the runway, I'm imagining. you They don't have that, uh, what's it called, the tarmac or whatever. You just jump out of the plane and start running on the runway. <laughs> and you find a plane that's moving, and the guy's not paying attention, and your plan is to jump into the engine. So that millions of little Joey Peppers spray out the back of it. <laughs> and then they talk about you in the news. And in the news today, an idiot named Joey Peppers from the podcast about nothing fame committed suicide today by jumping into the engine of a jet in South Dakota. The only reason I feel he did it in South Dakota is that for once we can talk about it. <laughs> back to you, Diane. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Peppers, you twisted son of a bitch. South Dakota. Would you at least bring, like, pay for tickets for us, me and Red Cunt, and we can fly? We won't even have to sit. We, You know, we're going to be in first class, by the way. And uh, we could just watch you do it. Can can you please at least give us that much? You're going to leave your, your, uh, your girl and your kid behind. That's fine. At least clean out all your savings and give us one great trip to South Dakota that we'll never forget. Don't be selfish, dude. Once in a while, I'll look in after your kid. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. That was pretty fucking off the wall. I do like it. I... <laughs> None of that shit made sense, but uh, hey, such as Joey. <laughs> Don't forget, send me your suicide soundtracks, everybody. I'd love to have them. Okay, before we close this shit out, let's do one last thing, okay? And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. 
Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie, would it have been better? Today we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in Superman, playing Terence Stamp's character of General Zod. And here it goes. Hey, yo, like you will bow down before me, Jarrell. I swear it. No matter that it takes an eternity, you will bow down before me. Both you and then one day, your heirs, you know? I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of General Zod. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's start really closing this bitch out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. All right, everybody, fancy times. Okay, I got three fancies this time. Uh... Let's start real quick with the first one. It ties into what I mentioned earlier about being a fat fuck. <laughs> uh, let me just tell you this. Potato chips. I'm sorry, tortilla chips. Either one, it doesn't fucking matter. Both of them. I love them. I'm a salty kind of guy. I, I'm not really a sweets dude. I love the salty shit, though. I love myself a good chip. Okay? The saltiness, the texture, the validity. No, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, <laughs> the thing is... You can still have potato chips in a healthier way. I fancy the fact that there's healthier alternatives out there, everybody. You can still get a chip, but you can look at this bag of chips, and there's three fucking ingredients. Three! And it's glorious. It's great. Look on the back of the other chips. You know, there's, there's a fucking laundry list there. Laundry list? Grocery list? <laughs> One of those lists. Something with a lot of words on it. That's what it is. So uh, I, what I fancy is the fact that they still make uh, healthier alternatives to shit that you love and you don't want to give up. So yeah, have some chips once in a while. They can be healthy. I know you manifest day, you can go all crazy if you want to. But I'm saying on a normal day, if you want to have a few chips, hey, I don't think there's any harm with having some healthy ones, organic blah, 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 and uh, fucking uh, oils that are healthy for you and sea salt and all that shit. It's got to be better for the other stuff, right? So healthier, I won't say healthy, healthier alternatives. I fancy that. All right, next up, what I fancy is this new TV show. Don't know if you're watching it, but it's danger approved. Last Man on Earth. It's fucking funny, dude. It's not like the last episode wasn't great. 
The second episode was fucking hilarious. Uh, first one was good. It's just an interesting concept. Never before. I don't think I've ever seen a show like this before. It's fucking cool. I like it. It's different. It's fresh. Uh, it's a little fucking out there. If you like Will Arnett. No, 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 no. Will Forte. Sorry. Yeah. Too many Wills. Uh, that chick, she was on 30 Rock, and she does the voice of the bunny ears girl on Bob's Burgers. Fucking awesome, dude. It's a great show. Check it out. Last Man on Earth. I've been watching that shit on Hulu. I've got my free Hulu trial. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, Last Man on Earth. I fancy that. And lastly, this one probably means the most to me. Uh... I don't know if you all know. I don't really talk about it. I, I record music. I haven't done it for years. Well, I've done it, but I haven't finished my fucking latest album. <laughs> it's been years. I just don't have the time. New job. Kids are getting older. Responsibilities. Grown-up bullshit. You know how it goes. Podcasting especially. No, nah, a lot of my free time goes to podcasting or friends podcasts. Uh, the kids, wife, you know. It's hard to do shit like this. But I have some albums that I did a long time, 2009. Damn, that's a long time ago. Huh? And uh, they've been on, I don't promote them really. They've been on the internet and they've just been circulating. The songs are whatever, you know, very fucking uh, raw. A lot of them, I don't really don't know what I was doing when I was recording them. I was just fucking learning it as I was going. A lot of them are pretty, I don't know. Here's the thing with me and my fucking songs. I go in and out of, I'm proud of them, and I think they're fucking awesome, and the next day, I'm like, God, they're shitty, I'm embarrassed, and they're fuck. I don't want anyone to ever listen to them again. But I've gotten so much positive feedback from people that I get a little more confident about it, even though I'm embarrassed as hell. Like, if, I, if someone starts playing the song, and I'm around, I don't want to fucking hear it, I shut it off, or whatever. Uh, the other thing is, I sing on the songs... <laughs> I am not a singer at all, but uh, the thing was, I was in some bands, and they wind up all falling apart, so I said, fuck it, I'll do it myself, and so, uh, you know, I hear the melodies in my head, and I try to recreate them, but I uh, sometimes unsuccessful, but uh, there they are, nonetheless. The point of all this is, for some whatever fucking reason, they got on some website that I don't even know about, I don't even know how they got on there, called numberonemusic.com or something, no one ever heard of this website. But they've been sending me updates every now and then. And apparently, my song hit number one in the U.S. for indie. And I couldn't fucking believe it. Now, this is nothing major. It's just, uh, you know, independent people put on their own music or, or people seek some websites to listen to music that's not mainstream or not blah, 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 blah. So uh, I, put these shit, I put these songs out years ago. And recently, I fucking was notified that my shit got number one. So... I was happy about that, right? Why the fuck not? Look at me shine. After all these years, it's finally worth a damn. <laughs> now, this other website I'm a part of, uh, I think I mentioned in the show before, but not really. Um, maybe it was on another podcast. People from all over the world would, would, uh, would, would give me some feedback about my albums to the point where I would have to find like a German translator and put their paragraph into it to see what it meant in English, but I only heard good things. So, I mean, it's really fucking cool and I really appreciate that. And I thought after all this time, since I fucking hit number one, I might as well tell you guys about it. Fuck it. Why not? Right. 
I was gonna play actually. I was gonna. I'm just gonna play you the number one song that they picked. Uh, I'll play that at the end of the show. Okay. If you're really fucking curious, I won't drag out any more of that shit. Uh, if you want to come back after the post credits, you can listen to my fucking gay song. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what it's about real quick. Here's your behind the music. The song is about a guy who happens to be hanging out, hanging around a girl for a long time. And he never really thinks anything of her. And then one day, he realizes that he just has this infatuation with her. You know? Never really noticed it before, but all of a sudden, he noticed it. And it came from this guy I worked with. That happened to him. He just told me one day, like, dude, I'm fucking into this chick. And it just hit me for no fucking reason. I don't know why. Like, she's always been around. And I didn't really think much of her. But just lately, for some fucking reason... There's been something about her. And that's the name of the song, Lately. And the chorus says, there's something about you. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Art imitating life, imitating lifey art life. However that shit goes. I'll play that at the end of the show if you fucking care. I'm already coming up on two hours, goddammit. So, uh, so yeah, my, my, uh, my song hitting number one. That's fucking amazing to me. Anyway, after all this time. And all that stuff. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. All right. Fuck you moment. Okay. This one's going to be weak. Uh, whatever. I've given you plenty of fucking show. I give you three fancies. Get off my ass about this stuff. <laughs> Here's my fuck you. And it's not even really an angry fuck you. It's more like a, oh, get the hell away from me. Shut up type of fuck you. But in a playful way because they happen to be two people that I like. <laughs> so uh, the show with uh, Doogie and Schmoopsy from the Net Files. That was the second time it's happened where I've gotten into a conversation this time it wasn't really an argument, I will say. It's more of like a debate, sort of. Uh, sure. About about finding the truth. All right? This is the second time this has fucking happened on this show. The first one you never heard because it happened 100, 100 and something shows ago. 150 something shows ago. And uh, it was between me and this guy that I used to hang out with. And uh, he was high as fuck. And he was drinking. He just did not like what I had to say about <laughs> politics or whatever. Just saying that I don't care, you know, to get into all of it and uh, this and that. He he fucking got all crazy and, and the shit went south. And uh, the second time it happened was with number two, where he, he, he feels very passionate about finding answers and finding the truth. But I'm going to tell you something. Fuck you to both of those guys. You know why? Because they're both stoners. And they both aren't doing shit to back up what they're saying. Now, he might do some research, number two, I mean. He might do research here and there. But really, does he really have any answers? You've heard him on the fucking podcast, on the, on the Net Files or on this podcast. Does he really have all the answers? Is he really someone he can go to to get stuff, info, maybe? <laughs> nah, he can tell you uh, what's not the answer, right? It Wasn't that his debate? Let me tell you something. 
fuck these stoners, okay, that get into their hippie methods and shit. Uh, you know, no one's fighting for the truth. No one's doing anything. The guys that are saying that, they're not doing shit. Have they organized rallies? All right. Have they gotten people together, formed communities, you know, try to find the answers, work together? You know what I mean? They're not doing anything but getting high <laughs> and playing music because the other guy was a musician too. Get high, play music, do a podcast, fuck around. That's all they're doing. Okay. Now, here's my stance once again like it or not. And yes, I took this opportunity because I am alone. Really, James? Yeah, you don't count. I took this opportunity to clear this shit up for my own saying, my own sake, sorry, because uh, I want to make things clear. I'm an angry person. I'm not sure if you noticed. If I start digging into the ugliness of the world and really getting into politics, I'm going to be consumed with rage and anger. I know myself. I'm already angry about mostly everything already. So that is what I choose to do. I was kind of fucking drunk that night when he was talking about this stuff. And I really should have came out with it at that time. But, you know, you know. So I don't like to get involved with all that stuff. I like to, ignorance is bliss. You know, condemn me all you want about that. Like I said, I'd rather play with my kids, record podcasts. Uh, I don't want to spend my energy digging for answers that, you know, possibly aren't the right answers. Whatever the case. I don't want to go through all these fucking... Once you open that goddamn Pandora's box or go through that rabbit hole uh, or whatever other expressions you want to want to tag on to this, it just gets ugly. I think you start losing your mind, too, if you try to really fucking get too deep. Uh, yeah. Should you not... Should you question everything people tell you? Absolutely. Do I do that? Fuck yes. To the point where I don't believe anybody. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I'm not going to go on some fucking quest with my spear in hand charging off, you know, everyone follow me. I'm going to teach and lead you in the right direction. I'm not doing that shit. I will get too angry and I will consume myself with fucking with, with rage. And I'd rather not do that. I understand that the powers that be are deep and dark and they run fucking, you know, you don't want to believe it, whatever. Yes, I'm taking the stance as it's too fucking big and there's nothing I can do about it myself because I'm not going to go fucking join force with anybody and join some kind of alliance. I'm not doing that. So if you can do it, great. And uh, I'll benefit from your hard work. <laughs> but we still live in a country and we still have it fucking pretty goddamn good where I'm not uh, prepared to jump and sacrifice all of my family and my life to fight for whatever the fucking cause is. So uh, in uh, other countries, you know, they've got it worse than us. Other countries, they got it better than us. But uh, at this point, I don't think it's, that, it's as bad. You know, oh, well, it's going to get bad. Your mentality, it's going to turn into shit. All right, well, what do you want from me? I guess I'm part of the problem, not the solution. How about, you, how about I inspire you with my bullshit to do the right thing then if I'm not the right answer? You should be fighting, man. All right, how about this? I'm not fighting. So I hope you get even angrier and it strives you to fucking fight even harder for all of us because I need help. <laughs> I'm ignorant. I'm stupid. I'm, uh, I'm most of that country. I just don't fucking care, dude. I don't care. Life is too goddamn short to be wrapped up. You know, I'm not going to cause no revolution or, or change the fucking world. I'm not Martin Luther King. That's not in my blood. You know, and I can accept that. 
I don't have this uh, supreme desire to fucking uh, fight some huge battle for the betterment of the people. I think most of the people are fucked anyway. Not, I don't mean the future-wise. I just mean, uh, you know, morally. Just, you know, fucking people. Take a walk in the street. Take a walk on the wild side. Talk to people throughout the day. You can tell most people are fucked. <laughs> Do you really want to give your life for them? Nah. But what about your family? Uh, whatever. So there you go. Uh, the most of the reason is I I know a lot of times I'm fucking around, but to be honest, if I was to start digging and getting in deep and really trying to find answers and get into the bottom of shit, I know I would just become an angry fuck of a person. I'm telling you. So I choose not to. I choose to walk away. And uh, yeah. Call it a cop out. Call me a hero. <laughs> as long as you call me. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done. And uh, hey, all you people saying that you're going to fight and change the world, but you're not doing shit, you know who you are. And then condemning me for being real about it. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> that would have cut the whole conversation down for like uh, from, from an hour and a half to like 10 minutes. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh, man, two hours plus but hey uh thanks everybody for listening i kind of i kind of put it all to, through all this content in here i think i felt like i owed you guys you know i know you love these solo shows the most you know fuck all my guests or maybe my guests are just not very good so you're just like all right go back to your normal solo shows eh, either way at any rate i'm still gonna take that as a compliment so thanks for joining me uh, go fight for the truth fight for the answers <laughs> fight for all of us <laughs> and uh, I appreciate each and every one of you from uh, the bottom of my dangerous little heart and uh, as always I leave you with some fantastic advice at the end of every show and it is simply stay dangerous my friends <gasps> stay tuned for my song afterwards later later